So what shall we look at this morning? Jan? Jan. Hi. Well, I just... <laughs> I've been doing a happy dance all morning um, after listening to the announcement about the monastery. Um, uh-huh. I feel like... <laughs> It's hard to contain the happiness and gratitude. Um, and Jan, do you want to give a little context for those who may not have oh, know what you're yes. referring to? Yeah, I feel like the world knows. <laughs> um, yeah, that the announcement was from Sherry and Ashwini that an agreement um, that new <laughs> a new group will be coming in to the monastery. It's a tribe that was looking for property for their for their spiritual practice. And that yeah. this and that our land, that the monastery that has been so loved and cherished for thirty five whatever years um, is is being handed over to a group that it sounds to me like will cherish it as much as, mm-hmm. as we have and love it as yeah. much as we have. So much gratitude and, and uh, as you described it, you know, really big full heart for the news that the monastery has found a new group who will love it and tr- cherish it just as we have for these 35 plus years. Yeah. Yeah, and it feels like, uh, what was, maybe I already said this, I don't know, but... Um, it's like a match made in heaven. Um, <laughs> you know that <laughs> we uh, there's so much love for that place. From mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sh- I project from each and every one of us from all the experiences for the reverence for the land for everything there, and to mm-hmm. to have the honor I guess is what's dropping in mm-hmm. to hand it over to those that will honor it apparently it seems, um, as much as we have. And not just that, but to utilize what the land offers for their traditions and spiritual practice. Oh, yes. Yes, that is such a beautiful way to put it. A match made in heaven. That someone who, a group who will will understand and love and and respect the land the way that that we have in you know in all of these years is coming in and and it's such a um, it's such a honor to be able to hand over hand back the land that that has sustained us all, all of this time as our as our home yeah and hand back is a is a really beautiful way to say it because um, from what was shared in the recording from Sharon Ashwini. Um, this land, the land that the monastery is on, sounds like it was part of uh, the land mm-hmm. of the people that are going to be years and years ago are going mm-hmm. to be taking it over. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and, and the other thing, the, the, I think the last thing I wanted to mention is just the patience, um, the patience, uh, perseverance uh, that was modeled in this whole process. Um, you know, it's that waiting. <laughs> yeah, Gandhi. You know, waiting until he, her. You know, the decision on the salt march. <laughs> I mean, his with that 
dropped in. I, that that waiting, that patience to see what life that life must have a plan here, <laughs> or yeah. however we want to say that. Um, that that uh, that was modeled so beautifully in the whole whole time. Yes, yes, yeah. That that is so striking, isn't it? Just the patience and and the willingness to wait, to be guided, to not. Uh, you know, respond to urgency or any kind of better idea or thinking that we know or anything like that, but just willing to wait for life's guidance. And, you know, and, and the experience that, that we are being guided always and that, that is just such a beautiful modeling of, of what this practice is about, you know, and to, to just um, to be, to be and and wait with life, wait for life, wait with life, wait as life, <laughs> however we would say it, as it unfolds for the perfect thing, because there is a perfect unfolding that is happening. Yes, yes, to wait mm-hmm. for the guidance. And um, I guess I, I hope that we'll hear about other opportunities, how we can support help in whatever way for the transition, so... Yeah, thank you, I think. Yeah, thank This is Michael. Michael. Um, well, I was also uh, really um, enjoyed that update on the monastery property. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I had the same reaction, just a real um, connection. Uh, it seems like a alignment, I guess, is the word that comes up with um, who, who we are and what we've uh, done and been with that land and um, uh, transition seems like a good word to a new group of people who are going to take it in a similar direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you were struck by the alignment of how it all happened. It seems so that in, that here is um, the the group that will that will really. Um, Take this land in a place, as as you said, with the is a transition, a transition from one way of being with the land to a group who will be with it as just as much love and care. We, you know, we can easily project. Right? Yes, yes, and uh, Sherry and Ashwini's obvious enthusiasm in the recording uh, that was fun to hear, um, mm-hmm. and also it uh, it feels like. Um, because there's this alignment, that it, it makes it easy to move forward. It's not like, you know, we're leaving and, oh, I, you know, I'm not sure if this was the right, you know, the way we transition. It's none of that. It's, it feels very clean. I did, yeah, clean is the word that comes up, that mm-hmm. um, the practice can go in the new direction that it's going with a very clean feeling. Mm. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, what a good point that there's a there's a way in which 
the the letting go, the leaving the monastery feels so clean. So it makes it easy to move forward because there's not any of the residual, well, is that the right thing? And are they really going to, and I don't know. And and so it really, just the way that it's unfolded so per- perfectly in, in alignment seems to facilitate a, a way for us to move into whatever is next for us, you know, to 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 really look and be present to that. Yes, yes. And uh, I think the woman's name was Deborah that was mentioned, um, how she was so sensitive to um, to us, you know, giving up the land and, um, mm-hmm. you know, transferring it to them and how she was so sensitive to that, to that letting go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's striking, isn't it? A real sensitivity to what is what the letting go that is happening on our part, on the part of, of Deborah and, and those folks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing I'm looking at is uh, this uh, medical thing that's unfolding for me, um, which is just so interesting to me because I don't, I don't feel like I have clear direction from uh, life yet. And um, I'm basically having no symptoms, no obvious symptoms. Um, but if you, you know, look at these x-rays and stuff, you can see, oh, yeah, there's something could be done there. Um, but it's just um, it's kind of like waiting, <laughs> like we've been mm. talking about. <laughs> Transferring mm. land. Oh, I just saw that. That is mm. cheating. Um, really? Because... Wow. Yeah, because, you know, with conditioned mind, there's urgency, you know, you got to do something, hurry up, make a decision. Um, and, uh, oh, there's the patience. There is the waiting. Mm-hmm. 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 Wow. Yeah, so there's a similarity that you just saw with the a medical situation that's been unfolding in your life. And, and so there's there's the no clear direction yet that's been that that's that you perceived that's clear to you and so yeah there's something there something you know to be done and so there you are in the patience in the waiting in the watching noticing paying attention and not going with urgency just exactly what was modeled in this whole monastery transition process and you're and you're seeing that yes yes and um, and uh, the guide said something to me, I think, uh, I don't know, a month or so ago on this same topic for me on the medical thing of, you know, whatever is decided, um, no looking back at what could have been done, what should have been done. Mm. Um, so there's, uh, you know, you could say there's risks in every direction or you could say there's opportunities in every direction. So... Uh, more fun to look at each one as an opportunity. And um, I remember someone in Sangha talking about always describing their health thing as opportunity, my health opportunity. And uh, mm-hmm. it just strikes me as like, oh, wow, that's that's powerful perspective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so all these things that are coming together for you, the, the thing that was said in Sangha a long time ago, that it's an opportunity that, that you know, that what the guide offered to you, you know, in, in the sense of no, just no looking back. You know, there are risks with A, there are risks with B, there's whatever, but there's, but if the whole way of viewing it is as an opportunity, then 
you're, well, it's what you described with the monster. It's easier to move forward with what's next with you when there's no looking back. There's no mm. regret, right? Mm. Yeah. 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 No looking back with regret. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there was another piece that came through and went out. Um, yeah, just kind of um, being with. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, that phrase about the, the, the conditioned one of don't just sit there, do something. But, uh, you know, don't just do something, sit there. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, I'm just sitting here. And um, the next step is not obvious to me. And, um, um, you know, just like the monetary transition, gathering information, uh, doing my part to uh, mm-hmm. participate and uh, paying attention and uh, not going to something wrong or urgency. Um, mm-hmm. And as I describe that, I can see that <laughs> there's broad applicability beyond just this medical content. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, and that's but that's the workshop you're in right now, right? So there you are with yes. this medical content and and the way you're with it, being with, being with, you know, gathering information, looking at options, noticing, talking about it in group, being, you know, practicing with it. And that that is that, that's the phrase that really struck you is is how you want to be um with him as he goes through this process. And yes, yes broad yes. applicability. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. And the other thing, I mean, I'm just so grateful for practice in, in uh, these, you know, kind of high stakes. Well, every, everything's high stakes. Um, but the doctor, he said to me, he said, you know, people want to make me to make the decision for them, and that makes me uncomfortable. And I said, yes, exactly, exactly so. It's my decision. Um, you know, he informs and he provides information and all that. Um, but just that, uh, you know, that conditioned perspective of, you know, looking to the authority figure, you know, especially mm-hmm. doctors, medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, so the doctor's got information and life's given me information. Um, and, uh, you know, it's my job to take that all in and do my best with that. And, um, you know, not, not blame <laughs> the doctor or someone else when things don't go as I'd hoped them to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a real process of taking responsibility, isn't it? And not control, yeah. or, but responsibility, because you're, yeah. you're open, you're being open to guidance. You're not, you know, you can see very clearly the very well-conditioned response to turn it over to the quote authority, especially a doctor. Yes. You know, wow, they must yes. really they must know much more than me and make a big blah, blah. But not doing that, not going with that. Really stepping up and accepting and really practicing with the being responsible for this life that you're stewarding, this body, you know, and, and again, how important it is that there's just no self hate, no regrets to to uh torture the person that's stepping up and and taking this responsibility. Yes, yes. And it's great to remember, too, you know, as God told me uh, a month or so ago, um, you know, no use uh, 
thinking about figuring out suffering over all this, you know, when I get hit by a bus tomorrow. So mm-hmm. <laughs> rendering all <laughs> this thinking is totally irrelevant mm-hmm. and moot. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, it's, it's just good to see what uh, conditioning labels, you know, serious content or important content. Um, mm-hmm. But it's all important. Every moment's important. Um, mm-hmm. So it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's really good, uh, good information to see how, what conditioning can snag us with, what we, it labels, okay, this is yeah. really important. This is really important. What you've got to turn yeah. to me to listen to. And, and, you know, and then as the guide points out, you know, all that thinking, you know, you could get hit by a bus <laughs> tomorrow, you know, and what will that thinking have done but stolen those moments of that, you know, those moments. So, yeah, yeah to, to yeah. really see that is such a good, seems like a very good part of the, the workshop. Yeah, yeah, and as you reflected that, I, it's just, yeah, what's really real, right? You know, health is real, yeah. money is real, uh, kids are real. Yeah. Um, so it's, um, I'm just incredibly grateful for the perspective that uh, practice provides for me. Yeah. And just to clarify, that real is in quotes, right? It's like, yes, that's what yes, conditioning yes. says is real. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Rebecca. Thank you, Michael. This is Jen. I think I heard Jen and then Margaret. Um, So I really have been um, seeing, once again, the benefits of um, being with um, whatever experience I'm having. Um, It was, I was hearing it in that last conversation. Um, But especially one of the things I've been seeing um, so, you know, as folks have already alluded to, you know, absolutely, remarkably ecstatic at how everything has panned out with the property. Um, and to watch so many different experiences, you know, hour by hour, moment by moment, day by day, um, around all of it. And one of the biggest things I've seen as I've been practicing with that is the, um, I guess the duality of how um, conditioned mind really wants to set it up that all the positive feelings are great and mean something good about life and me, and all the, quote, negative feelings are bad and also mean something about, quote, me and life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so really noticing the duality that has been set up around the monastery selling and moving and all of that. And so what you're seeing is is that the, the quote, good, positive quality, uh, feelings have some meaning. They mean something about you. They mean something about life. And the negative, quote, negative feelings or thoughts are have, have meaning too they mean something about life or something about you and those are you know they they really kind of go through moment by moment day by day hour by hour you know and to see how conditioning is setting up a duality around that mm-hmm. um, the thing that is so um, 
well, as I say, remarkable to see again, is that it's truly in, um, it's in being with all, it's, it's not, I guess, essentially not going with that dualistic idea of the, this, I, I want to feel this way, I don't want to feel this way. And, and so it's actually in the times where there are the, quote, difficult um, experiences with it that are the most remarkable because there's the, there's the willingness to not try to figure out why I feel that way or should I not feel that way or does that, what does that mean to feel that way, but instead just simply sit still and be. Yeah. And what happens with it is there's a tremendous, I don't know what word you could use, any number of the words we use there, a tremendous peace with it, a profound well-being with it that doesn't, um, that includes, it's, it, it doesn't um, do anything about <laughs> that original experience, mm-hmm. but it, mm-hmm. it's like it steps up and, and is much larger than it and includes that experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, yeah, that's that's kind of what you started with. How important the being with is, because what you're seeing mm-hmm. is that the being with there is such a a profound in, uh, well-being, sense of of well-being, peace. What you know that and and that doesn't exclude any of it. In fact, the, it, when it's the quote hard, negative, whatever, you know, stuff, then it, it is included as well. It, 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 um, it is big, that experience of being with is bigger than any of the quote, you know, back and forth duality, thoughts, feelings, whatever. And it's that quality of being with, it sounds like that you're, that you're getting to uh, experience that holds it all. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, it's like um what I was seeing as you were reflecting that was so it's it's breaking down kind of that, you know, that constant full-time job as a conditioned human to pursue what I want and to hold at bay what I don't want. Mm-hmm. And in a in an experience like this of the willingness to experience all of it because it can be so tempting like with something that's this oh my gosh it worked out exactly as we wanted it to work out right so that's good mm-hmm. and that you know to kind of like stay there like basically cling to that life being that way that's good mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. i want things to turn out that way and and so when there are these it's it's of course the man and his horse parable, right? So when there are uh-huh. the twists and turns and the this and the that, 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 that ability, that practice to be with all of it, I can just feel how more and more it's freeing me from that full-time job of needing to make things be a certain way and instead to really, to, to experience the glory of what is. Oh, yeah, that's so beautifully stated. To It's freeing you from the full-time job of pushing away, keeping at bay what's bad and hanging on to what's good, freeing you from that job and letting you be in the glory of what is. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And actually, you know, I, as I was looking at it and recording about it, seeing how what we're doing in the year-long retreat is such a perfect practice for it, right? Because all that stuff that comes through, you know, in all the forms that we've <laughs> we've done mm-hmm. over all these each week, you know, and that all of those are human experiences that we have and to be able to be with each of them and not only to be with them, but that really each is a gift. It's I just thought of Rumi's guest house poem, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. they arrive and they do. Yeah. And I don't need to, I don't need to, you know, hang on to the guests that I really like and keep them around and, and push away the ones that I don't like. <laughs> So truly, mm-hmm. each one is a gift in its own way when we're just with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The, that that is that is the process you're describing, isn't it? The being with whoever knocks shows up at the door. You know, as we've been going mm-hmm. through the year long, if it's guilt, if it's you know uh, mm-hmm. desire, if it's whatever, you know, jealousy. Mm-hmm. You know, those. Oh, welcome. You know, come in. But because because anything any other way of being with them is reverting back to that full-time job isn't it okay no i don't want you okay you're bad okay now you're you know and and that's what that's what we're getting free from yeah exactly exactly so as we always say when we pay attention everything enlightens (laughs) (laughs) indeed (laughs) thanks rebecca thank you jen margaret Margaret? Sorry, I was still muted. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yes. Um, hi, Rebecca. So I, I was seeing earlier in this wonderful conversation about the, the land and its transition, and our transition was, and this is kind of what's arising for me too, is, around my practice right now is blessed is the knowledge of emptiness. Mm. And that's how it felt when we were describing it as as a clean as feeling clean. That's mm-hmm. what was arising for me. Mm. And mm. just all the the spaciousness really to me is what's arising too around this transition. The opportunities, mm-hmm. the the love, and all that that's there um, in that emptiness or that yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so it sounds like it's taking you to a place of of emptiness. Of blessed is the knowledge of emptiness, because it feels like it's so spacious and clean, and really seeing um, taking us in where wherever whatever life is holding for us as the next part of our practice and really taking that, um, having that experience for yourself. Yes. And what I, um, where I've been seeing that same sort of, um, (laughs) blessed is the knowledge of emptiness is, um, it's kind of what Sherry's um, blog was pointing out from Squim, um, it was this experience of sitting and noticing how ego conditioning 
is constantly trying to pull me off of that place of being there as if mm-hmm. something, as if it, it, and it's, it's, I saw that it's ego's comparison going on, telling me, oh, this is so boring. Just counting the breath. How, how about a little story about this and, or that, you know, or, and it, it just keeps coming at me constantly with things to pull me off into in, in some way from that spaciousness that is there if I, if I'm just counting the breath, if I'm just with the breath. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so from that place of emptiness, of spaciousness, you're seeing how ego comes in and is always trying to pull you away from that. And it'll do it with its own comparison, its comparison. So this is boring and, oh, and how about this? How about going up to this? I mean, oh, remember that? You know, whatever little story it introduces, and it is all <laughs> about pulling you away from that place, that place of, of spacious emptiness, yeah. Yes, and where I, I just feel like I am so blessed to have been practicing and to have the guidance of Sangha and all, um, just the the amazing things everyone <clears throat> is contributing, mm-hmm. um, and and seeing that, excuse me, <clears throat> that as I as I practice with that off the cushion, it feels like, um, well, I love what Sherry was said about how, 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 what's the right word for it? I guess how helpful it is to be in a completely new environment mm-hmm. um, as, as whim as is, because then you have to pay really close attention to what's here now and or you you could choose that <laughs> if you <laughs> want to suffer mm-hmm. and um and i see <clears throat> that kind of thing on a different level unfolding in my life as i it, it's sort of like i don't exactly i know oh knowing um <laughs> it's like i there's a sense of of what what will happen is that I will see and be aware of what needs to be taken care of mm. from that place. And mm-hmm. that more and more, that's just happening. And mm-hmm. there's, um, even if I do something I've already done before, <laughs> um, there's always something slightly different about it that I can pay attention to, even if it's just pruning a rose bush or something like that. It's, it's always completely different because yeah. that rose bush is completely different and everything around and the air is completely <laughs> so, Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. There's nothing. Well, it's, <laughs> oh, go ahead. Finish that. Was yeah. there one? No, no, no. 
No, that's so, well, not really. <laughs> well, that's just such a great that's such just just such a great example of pruning the rose, because the rose is different in that moment. The very air is different in that moment. The moment is you know, and and so what you're describing is a is a level of paying attention of presence that Sherry pointed out in her blog. You know, yeah, being in a new place really invites that, and you're practicing with it in very in in very familiar places as well that it because with that recognition just like on the cushion you know and and now you're carrying it off the cushion that recognition that it's the place it's the spaciousness that that from which the newness comes where you can prune a rose in that moment that is fresh and new and and uh yeah different and 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 it really seems that you're pointing us to the the um the presence that is required to to uh to have that experience yeah and it it seems like it 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 kind of goes back to just the being with that we mm-hmm. were speaking about earlier because that's the key to it is just being with and yeah. in that way that of gentleness and and or whatever is required in the moment, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That quality of just being with is just key, isn't it? Not up in the story, you know, like you described earlier, you know, uh, but but just seeing it, noticing it. Even in, and like we said earlier too, even that is a part. You know, that doesn't need to be pushed away. It's the quality of being with Paul. Yes. Mm. Yes. Thank you so much, Gasho. Thank you, Margaret Gasho. Phil. Phil. Yes, um, I haven't looked at my email yet this morning so um this comes as you know a uh, a nice surprise and i really appreciate the the uh conversation we're having about the the monastery transition and everything because um it just uh i don't know, I guess there's no because i'm just really appreciating the conversation <laughs> appreciation stands on its own doesn't it (laughs) yeah exactly and uh it reminded me of when you know after the conversation got started well after i you know heard that oh it's it's happened and it sounds like it's happened in a really wonderful way um i think we got a i know we got a peace quote that came in this morning that said um want a fresh start good this is a fresh moment and this is what it feels like, a really fresh new moment. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, we can look back in, for me anyhow, with such gratitude, such gratitude for the monastery and the opportunity to create it and, and you know, all that, um, the years that it's that it's been there for us as a, you know, home for our practice or the base, you know, the what do we used to call it, the mothership. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah, there, there's just so much, so many, you know, um, emotions that can go around with it. And there's, 
and as I'm seeing it, there's just no looking back unless it's in complete, total gratitude. And just all the love, you know, that went into the building of it, to the keeping it up, to the everybody that lived there, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's just, um, yeah, just gratitude. You know, as you as you say, there's there's just a place that has been um, built with so much love, cared for with so much love. Just everything about it. Uh, fostering and and yeah, just engendering so much love all the way around, and and any looking back is done from that place of just pure, utter gratitude. Yes, and and what I saw, you know, when I um, had to finally uh, move on, um, that mm-hmm. there's no taking it away the monasteries mm. in my heart now whether it's that physical one or you know it's not physical now anyhow in my heart it's just it's just uh you mm. know it's just the monastery of the heart and it and wherever we are physically that that part will remain the same mm. yeah yeah. So, in you know, as your experience, when you when you left the monastery physically, you know, didn't live here anymore. You realized you carried it in your heart. It's still in your heart. The, you know, the physical monastery. You're not here physically, but it's but it's still a part in you with you, and and it seems that that's the that's still the even now as we're leaving the monastery physically. It will always be with us in our heart. Yeah, and and not the it of the it. It just is, you know, for for me, part of my very being. And you know, then I look at the new fresh moment, and it's like there's just nothing but gratitude. And the way (laughs) people described it, it's how it's you know happening um, is just one of those which I love, miracles of life that, you know, um, has happened to us so for, you know, so many times where life just drops in the next thing and it's exactly what we needed. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm feeling very grateful and very uh, excited to read or listen. I guess it's a recording, listen to the recording, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you know, that, uh, about the transition. So, um yeah, and it, it just—it's uh, such a. Let me see. There's words for this, but such a um, um, example—not the best word—but of our daily life. How our, whatever happens in our daily life, you know, when we can just um, mm-hmm. live in gratitude for the. For, seems like for. Mm-hmm whatever opportunities we've had in the past and for the, you know, present moment that we live in now. Mm, yeah, yeah. If I'm, if I'm tracking your point, Phil, it's such a, yeah, it's such a perfect uh, example that here is a fresh moment. That is delivered right to you. you know, <laughs> well, we need a new start. Mm-hmm. Here's a good, it's a fresh moment. And when we, when we can take that 
presence in each moment into our daily life, it really is. And uh, what happened with the monastery, life just dropped in in perfect timing and the perfect way and the perfect, perfect, perfect everything, you know, the unfolding. And that really is going on all the time in our daily lives. And, and we can live in the recognition and the gratitude of that happening all the time. Yes, because I was because what I've been looking at is in the in the present moment, and this is nothing new, but it's just nice to notice. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing left of of the you. You know, the you, and then all the uh, the compassion, the love, the gratitude is just what's there. And um, to me, that's the monastery in action, you know what I mean? That's just the practice in action. That's just what we mm-hmm. what we have. Oh, that is such a great that's a, such a great image, right? The 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 you falls away and all this there is gratitude. And that is the monastery in action. <laughs> it's not a thing. It's a it's a verb, you know, monastery in mm-hmm. action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyhow, that's I'm I'm really grateful for um, being here on the, being here <laughs> that way. So, uh, <laughs> really, we can stop here too, isn't it? Just being here, grateful for being here. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Phil. This is Anna. Anna. I've been looking at that too, the monastery as process or the monastery in action um, and how the retreat, the, the packing retreat is, <laughs> is truly uh, a deepening and continuation of our training that when, you know, we've been training and training and training, when the bell rings at the end of meditation, we get up. We don't say, oh, just, just five more minutes, right? When the bell mm-hmm. rings, we move on. And this is the bell ringing on. Now we're moving. And mm. how all of that training, well, one big thing I'm really seeing is how it gives us the opportunity to encounter that illusion of separation that would want to control a transition mm-hmm. to say at the end of meditation or just just five more minutes you know I just need another minute to get here or or mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I want an extra uh, I want extra time to whatever it is um, mm-hmm. and how I was seeing how that that illusion of control and the identification with it keeps in place a sense that I'm not adequate to face the transient, <laughs> to face the transition. Oh, I think I, I think you blipped out. You're not adequate to to facing the transiency, ah, to facing the transition, right? Mm-hmm. I I like uh, I can't face it now, or I need to do something to prepare myself to be able to face it, or I need to get somewhere. I need to be different. I need to make myself different to be able to be adequate to face this and Mm. the bell ringing and the moving on 
gives me the opportunity to, to see all of that and to face the moment, to be with the moment mm-hmm. and realize life's adequacy to to life. And um, mm-hmm. yeah. it's big. It is big. It is big. Yes, the the, the retreat. What did you call it? The packing retreat. Yeah, you know, it, it enables. It it really is a, again another perfect example or modeling of of the bell in meditation of what this what we do is is in practice. Right, that there's a way in which when the bell rings, we move, we go. When the when the it's time to pack and it's time to leave, we go, we do we go. We 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 deal with and we engage with the process at hand and what that is in uh, illuminating it sounds like in your practice is how the illusion of control can sneak in there and try to uh, con- to control any kind of transition and what that does is it it really uh, tries to reinforce a sense of inadequacy to face the transiency of life because really when when the bell rings life is life is is there to then go pick pick up and go not not cajole maybe another few minutes or try to you know wheedle something or that but just no that's that now this now this now this and that's what this workshop is enabling you to see the the condition pattern of of how control can get in there and and usurp that Right, right. So it's it's truly the, the meeting life on life's terms, not trying to negotiate for my terms. Yeah. Right? So this the the bell is ringing, and it's time to back now. You know, not that oh, can we just leave it? You know, like it was for another another day. Or another. <laughs> <laughs> just I can really, yeah. I don't know what, but it's um, no, <laughs> the bell's ringing now, and. Um, and it's truly as well, and, and, and it, the that the the other opportunity gift is encountering, like I was hearing in that last conversation, that the the monastery isn't an object, right? Um, it, it is a process, and so to um, it's like that you know the all formations are transient, the mm-hmm. or you know all of those things, all of those. Um, foundations of practice that the ego is the only thing that's born and that dies and what is us is uh, eternal unchanging so there's this formation the physical one um, of of the body there's the physical formation of the monastery and um, it's all transient and um, Yeah. yeah just such a sense of con continuity in the training in the practice in um yeah 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 there is yeah it it is that meeting life on life's terms and kind of the the recognition that life's terms is all process you know it's forms forms uh, are transient and there, you know, and, and, and as you're describing, you know, the watching, the ego clinging of, oh, do we have to pack that now, or can we just maybe, and, you know, there's no, there's no deal making, you know, in that, that, right. that is, <laughs> that is of life, right, in that way, and and to 
really see the the continuity of the of the teachings really throughout. I and I can I think it's such a beautiful example of of the the monastery being the form in the form now, but really it is the process that. Um, well, like I was said earlier, that we are all carrying with us all the time, and you know, and practicing with and living in. Right. Yeah. Disidentifying was the, mm-hmm. what was occurring to me as I was listening to that. It's it's such a disidentifying experience, yeah. opportunity, gift, and and and. Like like with the Rumi's guest house, you know everything, everything coming up, coming through, mm-hmm. coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a real opportunity to engage in that disidentifying process with everything that's coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you, Anna. This is Joyce. Joyce. Uh, I had not read <clears throat> what we've been, we've been talking about here. <clears throat> and yet, um, this with everyone speaking about it, there's such joy in everything that's happened. I mean, it's so beautiful that um, I'm, I'm just floating. <laughs> and the, the part, there's so much that's been just awakened in me in this short time today of um, seeing, getting to know Sherry before a lot of things had happened in that we had a monastery and um, the beauty of going of going it's not going it's being with that and <clears throat> excuse me when uh, when I first met Sherry I was very um, sick and was in pain all the time and there was a day where I said I you know I I can't do this anymore I can't do this pain and um, she said well and I'm gonna I'm sorry sure I'm gonna mess this up but it's something like well what if it doesn't go away and it didn't the pain didn't go away and to see me see this being now and all that went that all that has happened through that time the changes here the beauty of mm. um, just the beauty of all that's happened mm. and mm-hmm. I can't even put it into words at the moment, but um, just see such deep gratitude mm-hmm. of yeah. seeing this incredible being that I met a long time ago 
and some ways of becoming that beautiful being here. Yeah. Well, you know, oh, sorry. Is there more? Go. Well, because, Joyce, it sounds like what you're describing is really encountering the unconditional love that is life, you know, so, well, the un- and the unconditional, that, that, that there is, there you are with this tremendous amount of pain and being introduced by the guide to the, to the way to be with what may, you know, it may not, what if it doesn't change? Can we be with in such a way that, as you're describing, a transformation happens within ourselves. Yeah, the circumstances may not change, but, can, but, but, the, but life transforms the way we are, the being, as you say. And so, to yeah, it just leaves you in a place of gratitude and joy. And, and it sounds like you're sort of uh, pulling that that's coming up as we talk as this conversation today has been about how the the monastery is transitioning and how and, and being with that in a in a that same place of joy and gratitude oh, well put well put in mm-hmm. in I think what's the greatest thing is in these moments today that that opening to all that's happened is um, beyond words. Yeah. 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 I'm just very open. Go ahead. Oh, I was just yeah, just open, opening, and it sounds like the the place that you're that that it takes you to is just beyond words. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Joyce. Anyone else? Right. Well, thank you all. And go happy.